All right. Well, we've taken a short break um, and we're back and we're going to be talking about uh, Ephesians chapter four, verses eight and nine and ten. And we mentioned paradise and we mentioned how Jesus ascended and how there probably were more than one. And well, there absolutely were more than one ascensions. So we're going to talk about those things. Now, first of all, let me just say this to you about paradise. When Jesus said to the thief on the cross, he said, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now, paradise is a place, a literal place. It is. And when we hear it today, we think automatically, we think heaven. Yeah. Oh, that's heaven. But at that time, and at this present time, there still is a paradise, and it is below the surface of the earth. What? Yes, it is. And it's a section called paradise. By the way, there's another scripture, and we'll take you to it, that it's called the bosom of Abraham. And the apostle Paul... Uh, talks about paradise in the second Corinthians chapter 11. And, and so if you have your Bibles, you might want to turn to those verses while we're um, doing an exposition. Now, Jesus went to the cross, died there, was buried in a tomb, was there for three days, he rose again from the dead, and he appeared to people after his resurrection. But what happened during those three days he was in the tomb, buried? Well, I, I, I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to tell you that what he did and when he did it, all right? So um, it's, it's very simple. Well, maybe it's a little bit more profound than I, than I know. Paradise is in two sections. The, the section, one section is place of torment. The other section was a place called Abraham's bosom. Now, by the way, those two sections don't exist now. Only one of them exists now. And we're going to tell you why. The other section is what's called paradise. And Jesus went to paradise After he died. That's right. Then he ascended and he appeared unto many. But there was more than one ascension there. After he ascended, he came and he appeared to other people. Now in Matthew chapter, let's, let's, let's talk about somebody else who went to Remember Luke 16, there was a beggar and there was a rich man and the rich man went to hell. And, and, uh, and the and rich the, man's name was, and the, we the, don't know. We don't know what his but name was, but we know, that, Lazarus. we know that Lazarus went to be in Abraham's bosom. And between the place of torment where the rich man went, and we know he was in torment because he said so. This is all in Luke chapter 16. He said, I am in torment in these flames. That's right. 
And he said to Abraham, send Lazarus back to my brothers and tell them about this. And he says they had someone and they didn't believe him. And they, and they won't believe him. Right. But between, and then he said, because be, in between you and us, there is a great Gold gulf fixed, fixed mm -hmm. so that you can't come over there and we can't go back over to where you are. Mm -hmm. And that whole section was called paradise. paradise. Now let's talk about the word paradise in the Bible. Where was paradise in the Old Testament? The Garden, Garden of Eden. Of Eden. Mm -hmm. It was called the Garden of God. It's called that same thing in the last chapter of the book of the Revelation. Right. Right. But we lost paradise the yeah. moment that Adam and Eve sinned and they were cast out of the garden. And there was no more paradise on earth. But for Jesus to say to the thief, today thou shalt be with me in paradise, it had to be someplace else. It had to have been moved. It has been moved. And it's not, it was called then Abraham's bosom. Right. Now, what happened to that paradise? Mm. And now we're getting back to the book of Ephesians. Mm -hmm. He says, now he that ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? Why would he do that? Because of what it says in the book of First Peter. He knew I was going there, folks. <laughs> he knows everything about me. It, says, it, it says this. Um, in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, it says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which, oh, by which he also went and preached unto the spirits in prison what? which were sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah and so forth and he talked about uh, uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ in verse 21 who has gone into heaven is on the right hand of God well what do you mean he he went in to the lower parts of the earth and preached to the spirits in prison. That's the spirits where those, in prison. And that's where those people wow. who were being tormented in that flame. And Lazarus was one that was in paradise. That's right. So Jesus could not did not go to hell because he had already paid for our sins on, on the cross at Calvary. That's right. Okay. So between the time that he ascended from the grave and that he ascended the first time into heaven, mm -hmm. we see this. Here he is. He's in, uh, he's in the garden 
and uh, Mary Magdalene is searching for him. And uh, she she's the first to see him. She's the first to see him. And so she sees him. And we see that uh, that she sees him in uh, John chapter 20, verse 17. Shall we turn there? John chapter 20, verse 17. Now stay with us, folks. And we're not going to go through this rapidly because it's interesting. And so here's John chapter 20. Jesus was risen from the dead. And, and he's in the garden. And Mary Magdalene is looking, is looking for him. And she finds him, by the way. And she and that's in John chapter. 20, verse 17. We see it. All right. Let's read. Let's begin with um, verse um, 11 of John chapter 11. It says, But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Had lain. It wasn't there anymore. It wasn't there. It was gone. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? And she saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord. What a great testimony. And I know not where they have laid him. And when she had said, when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not it was Jesus. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? And she, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. What faith! What dedication! And Jesus saith unto her, Mary. Oh, boy. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni which is to say, Master. And Jesus saith unto her, and this is very important, folks, with our doctrine that we are teaching. He says this, Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go unto my brethren and say unto them, whom I them I ascend unto my Father and your Father and to my God and your God and and Paul says in Ephesians chapter four says what is he that ascended but he that first descended. Yeah. Now Jesus may have descended before Mary saw him, and I think that he yeah. did. Yeah, and he ascended to earth now but had not yet ascended and had not taken those captive in Abraham's bosom back up into right. heaven where paradise will be from now on. Okay. So how do you come to that conclusion? Well, I come to that conclusion because of what Matthew chapter 28 says. This, this is interesting stuff, and I hope you're staying with me, Okay and uh, understand where we're going. Matthew 28, verse 9. 
um, here it is again. Uh, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they came to see the sepulcher. Then there was a great earthquake. The angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone from the door and so forth. And his countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And they're talking about the angel. And the angel, verse 5, chapter 28, answered and said unto heaven, Fear not, ye, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place uh, where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples. Well, see, Mary hadn't told the disciples when she saw Jesus in John chapter uh, 17, in, in the, our passage in John, had she? No. No. But here she is, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall you see him. Oh, not in the garden. No. There shall you see him. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus, excuse me, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I turned the page too soon. <laughs> Where were we? Okay. And he says, uh, Behold, Jesus met them saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Now Why? In the Gospel of John, did Jesus tell Mary, touch me not? And what was the reason? For I am not yet ascended to my father. Yep. And now they can hold him by the feet. Yep. Why? Because he had ascended to his father, taking the spirits in prison, the paradise, Abraham bosom section of paradise up to heaven, where it is now. Uh, <laughs> Ain't this fun? I love it. I love it too. Now, how do I know? Is there another scripture that tells us that paradise is now in heaven? Well, in the first place, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The Apostle Paul says this very plainly in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 8. He said, I'm willing rather mm -hmm. to be absent from the body mm -hmm. and to be present with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now in the church age that the Christian dies physically, mm -hmm. he in soul and spirit go immediately to be with God mm -hmm. in heaven. All right. So having said that, let's look at the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul did some preaching, and he was in one place, and I believe it was Antioch, and, and he was stoned and left for dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was terrible. And the disciples came out, and, and, uh, and Paul then stood up mm -hmm. and came back from the dead. Now, let me tell you something. He recounts this in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He said this. 
I'm reading verse 1. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. And I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. Now, who was this man in Christ 14 years ago? It was Paul himself. Because look at what happened. He says, uh, he says, 14 years ago, I, uh, whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth, such as one was caught up into the third heaven. The first heaven is the atmospheric heavens. Second heaven is the celestial heavens. The third heaven is where God is. Okay. And he says, this such a one, this one that was dead 14 years ago, I knew him, was caught up in the third heaven. And I knew such a man, and he says it again, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth. How that he was caught up into paradise. Caught up? So paradise started out in the garden of God. We lost it because of Adam's nature. And paradise then became a part of the pit in hell right. where the righteous dead in the Old Testament era and that, went. And that says, the, the Bible says, that's the lowest, lower parts of the earth. That's where the lower parts of the earth, where, where Peter said, where Jesus went. And, and and Paul writes in, in the book of Ephesians that Jesus descended into the lower parts of the earth, and then he ascended up yeah. and led captivity of captive. That means he took all of those Old Testament saints, and he took them up into the third heaven, which is paradise, and closed paradise, and now hell is only a pit, a place of torment. Right. And paradise now is the place where you believers and we believers go because Jesus sealed up paradise and took it to heaven. Let's continue reading 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12. Uh, he, says that, he says how he was caught up into the paradise and he heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. Here's Apostle Paul who wrote 13 books of the New Testament and he still saw things that he was not allowed to say. It reminds me of Revelation chapter 10 when John was talking about the seven thunders and he said, when I began to write about it, God said, don't write that. So there are still, still some things that even though we have the Bible, the Holy Spirit of God, that we cannot know until we get to heaven. That's right. That's right. Another good reason to want to go to heaven. <laughs> another, my, my wife just said another good reason why I want to go to heaven. The Apostle Paul said in, in what was called the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, and around verse 8, he says, now... We see through a glass darkly, but then, when is that? Face to face. That's when we're going to see Jesus in heaven, in paradise. Now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. And he said, then shall I know, even as also I am known. Can I tell you something, folks? I'll know a whole lot more than I know now. But until that happens, I am going to study 
and I am going to pray to learn. I am going to learn. And what I learn, I'm going to pass on to everybody I can get to. Why? Because when Jesus descended into the lower parts of the earth and ascended up, we got to go back to Ephesians chapter 4, and let's see what that says. Now, I hope we haven't lost you, folks. But if we have, this is going to be published, and you can uh, look over it again and again and again if you want to get these verses down. But we, but I love this so much I can hardly stand it. Me too. Now, listen, just, just a word of warning here. For some reason, our chronology on our, our clock is stopped. But we are still recording, so if it cuts off in the middle of something, understand, we'll continue this again Saturday. All right. So if we get stopped abruptly, that's what happened. We, okay, boss, shall I continue right now? Please, please do. Okay. It says here, uh, verse 8, chapter 4 of Ephesians, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high. When did he do that? He ascended up. After after his resurrection and before the apostles had seen him. And so he sent it on high. He led captivity captive. Gave, and then it says he gave gifts unto men. Now he that ascended, what is he that also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? And he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all men at, that he might fill all things. And then in verse 11, he said this, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. These are the gifts according to measure of grace that Ephesians tells us about. And we'll pick this up. Are we going to continue going? You can, yeah. I can do. continue going. Okay. And then it says, well, why did he give these gifts? And why are they given in measure uh, according to God's grace? And here's what the answer is. Here it is. It says, for the, these gifts are for the perfecting of the saints. That's for equipping us for our ministry. And then it says this, for the work of the ministry. That's for the effort we are to make in our ministry of the word of God. And then it says, number three, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And this is why we're doing this podcast. We're not doing it for the approval of men, but for the edification of men. That's right. We're not doing it for uh, any, to do anything in vain. We're doing it to evangelize men so that they can have the same salvation that we do we're not doing it to became to become famous i don't care about fame it's nothing that i care about i my, my fame is in jesus christ his fame we don't do it for fortune do you know that we we are getting one penny per hit on one platform to be a millionaire, <laughs> it would have to be billions of hits, okay? Or billions of years on the or air. Or billions <laughs> of years. And, uh, we, and we can't uh, do that. Because here's what it says then, all right? 
How long are you and I supposed to do this, Curtis? And and by the way, my wife is a good witness for Jesus Christ also. Yes. And so, and she knows what we're saying. She has all these notes in her Bible and she's looking at them now. And she could probably teach this from the notes. But anyway, it says, verse 12, for these gifts are for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till. Now there's going to be an end to this. Oh, yeah. Till we all, every last one of us believers, come in the unity of faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we be henceforth no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of man and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lay and wait to deceive. And we're going to talk about those in our next podcast. Oh, yeah. But for right now, understand this, that God, that God is, has given it you if you're saved and you don't know your gift, just do the revealed will of God that he reveals in the Bible and he'll let you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we're going to do this until we all come to the unity of the faith. And with that, we'll say this, if you're not saved, Get saved today. There's no, uh, there's no better time because the time uh, you, the, the, uh, will come when you can't do it. Amen. Do it now. Death is imminent. The coming of Christ is imminent. Do it now, please. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. Amen. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Boy, is right. So let's close with a brief word of prayer. Thank you for listening. And if you've, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior, our website will be up in about two weeks, maybe quicker. Write us and tell us that you got saved. Amen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time you've given to us and for this word you've given to us. And we pray that you will use it for your uh, for your greatness, for your glory, for your honor, for your praise, uh, for your pleasure. And, uh, and uh, may we continue to do this if you give us the time. And we'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Pastor, thank you very, very much for that half hour. Boy, paradise, huh? Yeah. Paradise. It was in the lower parts of the earth after the garden. Wow. And how many of us knew that? I I remember when I first uh, heard about that and, and found out about that. It was, you know, uh, some years ago. But I was just amazed. And, and this is what happens when you do. Uh, deeper study of, of God's word. Uh, he, the, the spirit, the Holy Spirit reveals these things to you sooner or later. Absolutely. And that's why the Bible declares that every word of his word is pure. Let's see. What was that, Sharon? In Psalm chapter 12. Very quickly. I want my wife to say this because... <laughs> She believes like I, I do. I says it, it is because of the truth that that uh, Curtis was just saying, 
that we, uh, it's the purity of every single word in the Word of God. Every word is pure. And we have to pay attention to these little words that we see as we're reading his word. All right. You'll find that verse in Psalm chapter 12. Verse Verse 6. Okay, that wraps up another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. Um, Please be sure and tune in with us uh, this coming Saturday as we continue our study of the book of Ephesians. And uh, I hope you learned something today. And uh, or, and if you knew it already, hope you were blessed by hearing it again. So uh, please be with us. Uh, we, we will continue to pray for you, and please continue to pray for us. Uh, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off for today, and we will look forward to being with you Saturday. God bless.